This is, look, it's not impromptu. It's part of our regular deal. This is the Otway Health Check brought to you by Otway Health. And in the studio today is Sandy Chamberlain. Hi, Sandy. Hi, Bob. How are you? I'm all right. Sandy's the CEO, in case you live under a rock or just visiting. Uh, <laughs> what's, what's happening? What's, what's the news? Well, today's the 30th of June, um, so end of financial year, mm-hmm. but tomorrow would be the 1st of July, meaning that it's Great Ocean Road Health's first birthday as an amalgamated health wow. service. Wow. 12 months. Gee. Yes. Talk about that. And so, uh, and for that, uh, and you've presided over six months, eight months oh, of that? Eight months. Eight months yeah. of that. Yeah. Yep. So coming up to eight, which is very exciting. So, storming, forming, norming, and performing. Where are you? Where well, are you on the on the paradigm? Well, it's been a, an interesting year. Um, obviously, everyone's had an inf- interesting year with the um, pandemic. Um, we started off with a bit of a, a cyber attack, and then oh yes, the cru- cyber attack cru- yeah. <laughs> cruised on into a pandemic. So it's been um, an interesting year. We're just. Um, you know, there are, are things from the amalgamation that we wanted to achieve that because of the pandemic we haven't necessarily achieved. And then there have been real opportunities with the amalgamation to be, you know, better together and stronger and be able to uh, sail through the pandemic Um you know, more easily Just and, and bring more resources to yeah, be yeah. and and be a bit innovative. Um, mm. uh, yeah, we've done some really good things. Um, so and heading back to business as usual. Um, so yeah, getting back on the sort of equality and accreditation pathway, even though we um, don't have accreditation booked, and starting strategic planning um, in the next month or so. So that. You know, that's an exciting thing mm. to venture in on. And I'm really glad we didn't start that until after the pandemic. Yeah. Because I think yeah. it's, you know, changed the way we've delivered our, our health services with, um, you know, just thrown rapidly into telehealth and yep. and mm. different ways of communicating mm. and different ways of delivering our health services. Yeah, someone on the radio was saying the other day, telehealth might have been another decade uh, without the... <laughs> it's been a real slow burn, telehealth. Yeah, yeah. And I think, um, and there's been a real reluctance to take mm. it up in some spaces. Um, but it's, yeah, it's been fantastic. Mm. Um, really, really good. And, and you know, um, given that we are where we are now, where handheld devices are so good, yeah. you know, the cameras are so good yeah. and... Yeah. Um, you know, it's so easy to operate. Um, it's it, We're in a good space. Yeah. If it had yeah. been, you know, 10 years ago, you've got to do it, it would have been a bit clunky. Sure. But, um, uh, I had an appointment with a specialist, a telehealth appointment with a specialist on Monday. Yep. And, um, and I said, so you're sitting comfortably in your lounge room, are you? And she said, no, actually, um, telehealth's great, but it's much easier to do it in the office. Yep. Uh, because of all the ancillary admin and all the bits mm. and pieces, mm-hmm. it's all set up. Yeah. Um, so I thought that was a kind of interesting observation. Yeah. That, um, but certainly for uh, from a patient point of view, yep. you know, it's uh, half the time you're just checking in anyway. Yeah, that's uh, right. It's, so, it's yeah. quite convenient. Yeah, you, know? you bet. Yeah, yeah. You're, you're not mm. you're able to do something else while you're waiting. You're yep. not sitting in a waiting room mm. infecting other people and yep. getting infected. Indeed, <laughs> all of that. 
And so, and so your your COVID um, protocols are all pretty well yeah, established. So, and- um, obviously, we're sort of in a bit of an outbreak management phase at the mm. moment with the restrictions easing and and all the outbreaks in Melbourne, of course. Um, the Department of Health have got a um, a testing a statewide testing program going on through all the local government areas where they they haven't got up to the percentage testing mm. that they want to get yep. up to. So we're at wave two at the moment in the Surf Coast Shire. Mm. So we're doing um, uh, testing for symptomatic patients at Lawn Community Hospital. Um, the same way we have been since the pandemic started, mm. but just we're listed as a hospital respiratory clinic and, yep. um, you know, anyone with symptoms can make an appointment and, yeah, come and have a swab done. We'll be heading to wave four probably in around four to six weeks, and that's Colac Otway. Okay. So yep. that's when, um, you know, we'll have a sign out the front of Otway Health Urgent Care. Yep. We'll have um, appointment times for when you'll get swabbed in your car. Mm. Um, yep. And, yeah, we'll have a, a bit more. Um, at the moment, we have the, the same thing where you ring urgent care and make an appointment to have mm. your swab. Um, uh, we'll have a bit more of a focus. There'll be some more community announcements. There'll be more media, et cetera. Mm. And uh, and the general health, general uh, services that re- kind of returned to normal now that we've digested the... Still doing a lot of telehealth. Yep. Um, and uh, the Premier's advice is if you can work from home, sure. work from yeah, home so. until the yep. 31st of July. So yep. we still have, um, you know, we're still providing telehealth appointments in our GP clinic. We're yep. uh, still providing group activities via mm. Facebook pages and, yep. and DVDs, etc. Um, so, you know, returning to normal-ish, I yeah. would say. Uh, yeah. COVID normal, maybe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. well, uh, yeah, it may well be that, that, you know, that the old normal is not going to be the new normal. No, not, and, not it, for... and even our our birthday uh, celebrations will, will be a bit lower key. Okay, yeah. Um, yeah. Because, you know, we have to make sure... We distance each other all, mm. from each other all the time at work. Yep. We can't share food, mm. etc. Because if if we have one person Absolutely. <laughs> in yeah. our health yeah. service, we're, yeah. we're classed as an outbreak, and mm. then that puts out a whole lot of other workers. Yeah, and the um, and the cost of a lapse. Well, we're seeing it in um, you know with a with a couple of security people in the facilities in Melbourne. The cost of a lapse is is high indeed. Yeah, so, look. Yeah. It was really interesting. We uh, did a, an outbreak scenario a couple of weeks ago, mm. um, and our director of clinical services put together a, a possible outbreak scenario where she was the COVID positive yep. patient, and she'd uh, caught COVID from her daughter who got it at school. Mm. Um, so it was really interesting because she uh, attends both sites, yep. um, and she'd spent the Tuesday at Otway Health and mm. been, been in meetings and... Yep. Um, training and been in confined spaces for 15 minutes and had close yep. contacts. So there were uh, 20 staff who were deemed close contacts of her. Um, who would have all had to go home yeah, for two weeks. Yeah, yep. well, immediately get swabbed yep. um, and await results. Mm. Um, so we... Uh, performed the scenarios if it was real. We mm. rang the Department of Health yep. and... and Got advice and um, set up a, a code brown situation, mm. and 
I was a close contact, so yep. I was I was swabbed and sent home. Okay. Um, <laughs> the good thing is we can now all work from home. Yeah. So um, yeah. even though you know you're awaiting swab results, you can still be involved in looking mm. after the health service. But the real risk in small health services like ours is that you know if we have a resident resident or a staff member go down. That's a clinical mm. staff member. They can yeah. take out a whole team. Yeah, that's right. Um, yeah. So you know we just really have to continue to be very vigilant and um, right on top of our game. Yeah, and it's something we just have to keep, I mean, relearning. You know, you just, I mean, it's interesting. People, you stop and talk to people and they sort of lean into you and then, mm. the, and now the new you habit lean is to lean back. back. <laughs> <laughs> to lean back and it's very strange. Yeah. But, but I think most of us are, are learning these new behaviours, however long we we have to put up with them. Yeah. Um, and and aged care, Laura Bengeli, uh, how is that kind of is that is it any easier for friends and relatives to to pop in and visit? Or? So the restrictions have changed uh, a little bit, and they do get updated from time to time. So um, yeah, um, family are allowed to visit for a bit longer, and you're allowed two at a time now. Mm. Um, everyone has to have their flu vaccination before they enter the building Um, and um, residents are allowed you know under discussion and a risk assessment to attend a small family gathering of five people Um, obviously we don't have many family gatherings of five people but Mm. um, so yeah being very careful um, with those restrictions Mm. and and look the families and friends have been fantastic Yeah, 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 everyone's been great. Understand what's going on and being very supportive. And you're like, and you're lucky on a good day to have that garden area too. To have, you know, yeah, yeah, that's been very um, well utilised. Mm. Um, and look, it's really hard for a res- and uh, yeah, towards uh, well, the last c- couple of weeks, I guess, it's really hard for residents not to be able to go out yeah. when they've been used it's to. It's cold and miserable. Yeah, yeah, being yeah. used to going out or even just going a car drive. Yeah, but the advice has been not to. Um, mm. So it's been really, really quite tricky. Um, but the staff have been great. They've come up with other innovative ways to, mm. you know, keep keep yep. entertained um, uh, using FaceTime and uh, Zoom yep. and mm. um, Skype for um, communicating with relatives and, um, you know, um, mu- playing music outside the facility and things mm. like that. Yep. It's, um, yeah, it's been Very great. Yeah, and and so the um, the future building plans and things that they haven't been really affected so much by COVID. They're still in in place and. Yep. So the building for um, Otway Health. So we did some initial um, works uh, to be sort of COVID safe, yep. where we separated the areas, moved the medical centre. Um, uh, moved the aged care residents into mm. all into Laura Pingilly and then made an acute area. So that's kind of phase one of the master plan. Then yep. we've, um, phase two is to expand the medical centre to provide more consulting suites and mm. reception and waiting room and reconfigure some office spaces, um, which we're uh, getting the plans uh going into detailed design for shortly. Mm. Um, well, the architect's doing some work on the um, designs now. Then the rest of that is um, about reconfiguring the reception area. 
mm. and understanding how like a back of house um, corridor so we can um, have essentially staff travel without going through public spaces. Yep. So the master plan, although it's still in place, has has had to be tweaked mm. because of COVID. Yep, yep. yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, still got a funding application in with the government mm. to have that funded, mm. um, but we will proceed with the first stage um, with, you know, our own funds. Yep. yep. Yes, yes, because the practice needs to kind of expand. It yeah. does. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's fine at the moment when we're, you know, providing telehealth and mm. we're not we're not using waiting rooms. Yeah. But it won't be, you know, mm. when we're back yep. to yeah. normal. So mm. that's yeah, certainly the most urgent works. So. Um, have you had much time to enjoy Apollo Bay? In your, uh, <laughs> in yes. Your Twelve months here. <laughs> I am. Um, yeah. No. I've uh, actually this weekend. I went to Stevenson's Falls. Mm. Um, look, I I love running and love the beach anyway. So I've certainly make good use of my time. Mm. Um, and yeah, I went to She Oak Falls the weekend before. I've been out out to the redwoods and. Yeah, it's a beautiful place to be. I, you know, sometimes I um, I pinch myself when I when you know this morning the beautiful sunrise this morning. Yeah, you think you know where else would you rather be in in times of isolation? Yeah, um, you know it's yeah a beautiful place and I'm very grateful for that. Mm. So we've all got our fingers crossed for the run for the marathon, of course. Yeah, and I saw that they're going to make a decision by the twentieth of July. July, they've deferred it as far as they can and. Uh, they have four thousand people that are registered. Still want to come. Still yeah, very interested. Too. You among them, yeah. Yep. And there's a, there's a team from Otway Health, of course, there from, is. from Great Ocean Road Health. Yeah. Yep. So we're still registered to do the half yep. marathon. Mm. Um, but yeah, we'll yep. we'll see. Well, yeah, with Boston and New York cancelled, it's kind of yeah, yeah it's a bit challenging. That yeah, and go. look, it's hard to know with the outbreaks in Melbourne at the moment. Mm. Um, you know, whether you know they'll ease restrictions as fast as they were hoping to. Mm. Um, I think they'll still ease restrictions, but I think it may be a bit of a slower burn than, yeah. you know, um, opening to everyone. And I'm an avid park runner as well. And okay. And I think New Zealand's opening up for park run this weekend, mm. um, but it's the only place in the world that's doing it. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Wow. Have to elect a woman prime minister. Uh, uh, so uh, while I think of it, the op shop I saw them on Facebook advertising something or other. Is that still open by appointment or? Yeah, what's... so they've done some really innovative things as well. Done some window shopping. Done mm. some open by appointment times. Again, it's it's tricky because our um, our volunteers at the op shop are in that at-risk age group or have got chronic conditions. So it's limited our number of volunteers, you know, who are willing and able and and safe to work to to not very many. (laughs) So, um, yeah, just keep checking the the Facebook page and and Raylene will post, you know, opening opportunities and – um, but if there's, you know, if you're looking for something, just, yeah, send a message on Facebook to the op shop and I'm sure Raylene will be able to mm, help you out. It's sorted. Mm. And, and all the ancillary services, podiatry and um, um, uh, exercise physiolo- uh, physiology and all that stuff are all back online and running pretty Coming much back, as they were. Yeah, yeah, no group activities. We're still okay. doing the group yep. activities online, but all the individual appointments. So yep. same as going to the medical practice, you yep. know, you'll be 
asked if you're well. Yep. You'll be screened at the front door. Mm. Um, yep. asked, you know, asked all yep. the questions that no doubt everyone's been used yes, to being asked right. now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and right. have your temperature taken. Mm. Um, yeah, so we ask you, um, you know, if you're sick on the day of your appointment, don't, please don't come yeah. um, and ring and let us know. But um, if you're well um, and you have an appointment, then, yeah, we are mm. offering appointments. Yeah. So what's the party going to be like? Are you going to have a number of connected Zoom parties? or what's Very, We've been doing our all-staff meetings via Zoom, um, yep. which has been really good. Um, it's been a good way to get the whole staff because we've still got sort of 10 to 15% of staff working from home yep. um, and we'll do for some time. So it's been good to get everyone connected mm. um, and, you know, recognise that people working from home um, may feel a bit isolated from mm. time to time. So, um, but yeah, our birthday party will be a bit low key. We'll have, um, because again, uh, with staff rooms, yep. you know, we, we it's a o- certain size, yeah, yeah. Yep. So, we can only have, well, in our uh, biggest staff room at, at Otway Health, we can meet a meeting room, we can only have 15 people in mm. at a time, and I think lawns nine, okay. Um, so you have to have a ballot. Well, or a, a rotating <laughs> okay. morning team. Uh, oh, shifts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, so, that could turn into a whole day. Yeah, yeah so longer. look yeah. very low-key. We've got some media. Um, there's some photos being taken today in the mm. Surf Coast Times and the Colac Otway Herald, um, a Colac Herald. Um, but, yeah, look quite low-key. I think, um, yeah, the staff will be celebrating with a... A hmm. piece of slice and yep. blow. We won't be blowing out any candles. No, no <laughs> we don't do that doing anymore. Any heavy breathing on people. <laughs> so if if you can put COVID aside, and that's almost impossible. Yeah. Um, what's been the biggest challenge of, of 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 the first year or your eight months? You know. Um, I guess starting any new job is getting to know uh, getting to know the people mm. um, and getting to know. Um, the organisation and the communities and the, yep. and the service uh, we provide. So I guess that's why I'm really excited about strategic planning because we'll get yep. everyone to have a say and, mm. um, you know, make some decisions about our next four to five years, which will be really good. Um, I guess, um, you know, uh, in small health services, day-to-day uh, business. There's, you know, there's always someone sick. Yep. There's um, today the power went out two mm. or three times. Yep. Um, the generator didn't start straight away. Okay. It's a bit of a challenge. Yep. Um, so you're a lot more hands-on than in bigger facilities. Mm. Um, so there's there's a lot to learn. There's a you know a lot to understand. But I think um, and the staff uh, COVID aside had gone through the cyber attack. The mm. amalgamation challenges, yep. you know, some people's jobs had changed significantly. Sure. Yep. Um, you know, um, we probably don't quite have the organisational structure right. Mm. We need to make some changes there, but yep. it, it's been good to have a period of time to, to well, have You've got look. to know what, you, you, yeah. you know what it is before you can change it, of course. Yeah, that's yeah. right. Yeah. So I think... I'm at that stage now where we can mm. make a make a few tweaks to mm. to make things better. Um, uh, the community have been very supportive. The board have been very supportive, and the staff have been fantastic. Yeah, good. And uh, we I remember we spoke when you first came about cultural differences. Have you found uh, that there's a kind of there are cultural different cultural identities, and you're building one out of two yeah, quite happily? Yeah. 
And it's interesting how, and I know we're not talking about COVID, but if you talk about the the change that we've, the staff have gone through with the amalgamation, the cyber attack, a new CEO, mm. yeah. and, you know, ch- change often or adversity brings people together. Yeah. Um, and look, I was worried at the start of the pandemic that we might isolate, you know, all the good work we'd done to bring the sites together and bring staff together and mm. help them work together might isolate people. Mm. But I think it's actually done the reverse. Um, yep. And having the finance team, for example, are all working remotely mostly. Mm. Um, and they have had to find different ways of communicating you know, via Zoom or, um, and it's been an opportunity for them to really team build and Mm. work, work together Mm. better. Mm. Um, and for the rest of the clinical teams working on site, they've, you know, needed each other, Mm. needed, you know, asked for advice. Um, we have a, a nine o'clock meeting every day where we talk through, uh, you know, sick leave presentations, Mm. results, um, you know, how, how are we going to provide the service that day? Um, mm. You know, any issues, are the petrol station closing down? Well, it's it's interesting you mentioned that because um, that's an example of, in the wider community of um, of that team building, you know. I mean, we, I, we had a Zoom meeting again this morning uh, and, and the Zoom meeting is uh, our local member, our local state member, yep. uh, uh, Richard from Richard, the Liberal yep. Party, our federal member from yep. uh, the Labor Party, yep. uh, the Shire, yep. the Chamber of Commerce, yep. and the oil company. Yeah. And aside from a bit of elbow bumping, yeah. uh, we actually get on really well. And, yeah. we, and we understand what the job is to do and uh, the service that's being delivered is far better than, um, than what was originally envisioned. Yes, uh, yes. And and we check we're we're on a plan to check in every week or so and just make sure that everything, you know, what's happening and how it's happening and yeah. uh, and so and those relationships of course will remain yeah. uh, once the once the new petrol station's built. Yeah. So similarly yeah. for you guys, hopefully. Yeah. Um, you know, out of the out of the the need to just get on with it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and and it's the same with partnerships um, you know, external I you know, having a re- good relationship with, with Colac Health and yeah. Barwon Health. Yeah. Um, and as far as, you know, we've had, oh, it's every two weeks now, all Victorian public health CEOs have a meeting mm. uh, via WebEx. Um, yeah. You know, it's been weekly with, and the information that's flowed through those channels from the Department of Health, you know, it's, uh, you know, great up-to-date information, open and honest questions, mm. Um and yeah, I I feel that that's been a real opportunity to get mm. get to know people, um, work together in a, a crisis, help each other. Yeah. Um, when we're doing this scenario, um, this outbreak scenario, the real mm. life outbreak, um, we realised very quickly that we were going to be very short of staff at mm. Away Health, and we would need help. Mm. Um, uh, and got you know got some help from Lawn, but mm. um, it would. 20 staff. Yep. Uh, yeah, you're going to need them from Colac and you're going to need yeah, them from Geelong Colac and, and a lot of other places. Yeah. 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 So, you know, one of the first things I did was contact the CEOs at both sites and mm. said, look, we're doing this scenario. Yeah. What access would we have to clinical mm. staff? And mm. well, Barwon said they'd send down their project team, their yep. COVID project team to assist any way they could. And Colac were giving us access to their nurse bank. Yep. So, yep. you know, it's 
great to test these things. Yeah, yeah, understand that there is help nearby. And Mm. you're right, it's great to build relationships in a crisis. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, Mm. because then then you put all that other stuff aside a bit. Yeah. Uh, Look, this has been a good chat. uh, And uh, and I'm glad (laughs) glad we organised it. We'll have to organise it again. We will. We'll be and we'll be more and better organised. Always uh, great and improving. This has been the Otway Health Check. Uh, we've been chatting to Sandy Chamberlain, the CEO of Great Ocean Road Health, and this is ABR, your community radio station, in Apollo Bay. <laughs>